Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome back to Wah, a King of the Hill rewatch podcast. I am Mike. And I'm Rusty. Rusty, we are at season two, episode six, Husky Bobby. The Husky Bobby episode. Yeah, this is a good one. Do you remember Husky clothes? Uh, No, I don't remember Husky clothes. I I guess they might have phased out. (laughs) I was a little fat kid. And okay. so I had to wear husky clothes. Husky. I went yeah. through a phase of huskiness uh-huh. around puberty where sure. the weight, like it was just, I didn't carry it well. Yeah. The chunkiness. Yeah. So I looked really like, you know. I still don't carry mine well, Misshapen. Sure. And then yeah. I grew, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there used to be a, a, a line of clothes called Garanimals. You ever hear of Garanimals? I've heard of Garanimals. Yeah. They still make those kids. They're like baby clothes. So the idea with Garanimals was that you match a tiger shirt with a tiger pants. Like oh. they weren't, they didn't look like tigers, yeah. but they had like a tiger face on them or whatever. And so if you match those things up, they go together and the sizes and all that stuff, but they came in Husky. Husky, okay. I don't know where we bought them from. I just remember it was downtown here somewhere. Was it Hal Dumpty's? <laughs> it, was, it was H. Dumpty's? Yeah, H. Dumpty's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we start this one with uh, Peggy, Hank, and Bobby all standing outside of Shelwyn's. Which Shelwyn's to me looks like a five and dime. Yeah, just like a five and dime you know? clothing store. Like here, we used to have a thing called TGNY, and that was a five uh, and dime store. I think these days it would be like Marshalls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or Ross. We'll like see. A discount clothes store. Yeah, this was. Uh, they had clothes. They had toys. They had fish. There was a post oh, office. So they got a little bit of everything. Yeah, post every, office. It, there was a post office window <laughs> a in there. door in the back. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. A distillery out front. Yeah, they got it all. <laughs> That's right. it, was, it was truly a five and dime. You could get anything you wanted in there. Uh, so they start, uh, they're outside their window shopping at Shelwyn's and uh, the whole group there. And Hank is regaling us with why he likes Shelwyn's so much. And it's because he can always find something he likes. Like those work shoes work he's shoes. looking at. And they're just yeah. plain old boots, you know? Plain but brown, plain boots. That's he, all you need, practical. <laughs> yeah, but he says, uh, you know, a fellow can get a lot of work done in boots like that. 
and then Peggy says, do you think those earrings would look nice on me? And he said, you got to think practical, Peggy. Earrings can't keep you warm. That's right. That's right. They can't keep you warm. Uh, and so um, Bobby is now trying on pants. Struggling like wins. hell with his pants. He is yeah. hopping and jumping all over the place, and uh, he's telling them that he can't get them to work, which sounds weird to me about yeah, it pants. Yeah, sounds really weird. And so Hank uh, <laughs> says, and, and uh, there's several lines in here that I really enjoy because they're very, like, uh, I guess, country or Texan or whatever. Because <laughs> yeah. he says, come on, son, it's not like your science doing up your pants. Yeah, it's not a science to doing, doing up, up your, your pants. pants. <laughs> doing yeah. up your pants. And so Peggy is, uh, try to work with these, honey. They're on sale. And that, that sounded like my mother, you know, anything that was on they're sale. They're on sale. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to go. Uh, and so he asked the worker there if uh, he can show them how to operate those pants. We're having some trouble. Yeah. <laughs> how do we operate these pants? And the worker informs them, um, you know, through a little private uh, conversation. He asks them to step to the side and says, uh, maybe it's just not quite the right time in your son for Shelwins. Just not the time. Like, it's just weird to approach yeah. him and say it that it way. It's like, weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like somebody at Target <laughs> noticing you're struggling to put That's on a pair right. of pants. Maybe it's not the right time in your son's life for Target. Target. That's right. <laughs> he said, well, Hank's like, what are you talking about? He said, I just wonder if you might feel more at home at a store like H. Dumpty's. Yeah. What's Which, H. Dumpty's? H. Dumpty's. What a name. That's a terrible name for a Husky H. store. H. Dumpty's. <laughs> That's the comedy in the show for you there. <laughs> this show was actually written, uh, the the guy who wrote this one yeah. was the same guy who wrote the uh, Jones in episode. Oh, the cigarettes. Yeah, but the cigarettes. That one keeps coming up. Yeah, it does. Uh, he was the same guy who wrote that, but he was also, uh, he also wrote for The Simpsons and, you know, oh, did yeah. various TV shows. Monk, uh, he wrote for Bones even. But, oh, wow. Yeah. Bones I never liked. Uh, because they were one of those shows that did a lot of the uh, VR, like they would show a skeleton or something, and they were able to spin it around. Oh, and do all that, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I didn't understand that. Uh, anyway, the guy tells him that uh, maybe it's not quite time. Uh, I might feel more uh, comfortable at H. Dumpty's. And, of course, Peggy's like, what is H. Dumpty's? Which is weird to me that Hank and Peggy live in this city, and they've never heard of H. Dumpty's. Because you, you, they well, normally you would think know about Hank, everything. Being a yeah. jackass as a kid, you yes. think that Hank would at least know what a Humpty's is. So the guy lets him know that Dumpty's is a store with special sizes for special kids, and uh, Hank immediately is. Are, are you, you talking, talking about a fat kid <laughs> fat store? Fat kid store. That's right. <laughs> so that's the thing is, I don't remember there ever being a store when I was growing up that was just like just for fat kids. For fat kids. Hmm. Like I think by that point. Uh, they would just have short-legged teenagers' clothes. You would just go over to like sure. the, to the bigger yeah. kids' section of clothing. <laughs> short-legged teenager clothes. <laughs> where's the short-legged teenager department? Yeah, where's please? the short-legged teenager department? <laughs> it's right next to Mrs. Uh, and so, well, your mom would have to hem your pants, so your pants would <laughs> oh, fit man, you. They would on. fit really good around your waist, right. but when they got they'd down to your ankles, they'd That's be a, huge. <laughs> these huge pants you're just wading around in. Yeah. Uh, and so he, the the worker, tells him, you know, words like "fat." That's not going to win you any friends over at H. Dumpty's. Yeah. Uh, and Peggy's like, "Do you think Bobby is special in that way?" I just don't understand why they. <laughs> make such a weird deal about it. I don't know. It was never a deal deal guy, for me when I went to that stage. The guy says, ma'am, for his height, your son is very special. <laughs> he's a very special child. Let's go tell Bobby he's fat. That's right. Hank's yeah. just like, let's go tell Bobby he's fat. Uh, and so Peggy, of course, you know, no, 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 no. It's very sensitive for a little boy. We'll have to break it to him gently. <laughs> and then they're back in the car and Bobby's like, uh, where are we going? 
Uh, and Peggy tells him that they're going to H Dumpty's. And he says, what is that, a restaurant? Because, yeah. <laughs> of course, that's everything that's it's on Bobby's mind. It's a clothing store, yeah. Yeah, he says it's a clothing store. Uh, she says it's a different kind of clothing store. He goes, how is it different? And, she, and then she has the argument of the snowflake. You yeah, know, yeah. How, every snowflake is different <laughs> in its own beautiful God-given way. She said, right, Hank? And right, goes, Hank. Uh, sure. Yeah, sure. Some are, some are a whole lot bigger than others. <laughs> <laughs> That's not making me less beautiful. <laughs> and then, and then, one of my favorite lines is, "Are Bobby, you taking me, to, you the, taking me to, to the vet?" vet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, they they end up at H Dumpty's, and Hank's trying to make the best of it. He's like, "No, this is my kind of store," and you can tell he's just like, "Oh, these fat kid stores." Yeah. Uh, and Peggy says, "So many overalls, fun colors too, just super. <laughs> <laughs> so many overalls." <laughs> Uh, so Hank, uh, he, he, again, putting on his best face, he's telling Bobby, you know, you, you, you never could guess that they could stretch as much as they do and, and they still, still keep, keep their, their shape. shape. Must yep. be using some sort of advanced polymer. <laughs> advanced polymer. <laughs> and he says, what do you think about that boy? And he said, why do they have to expand so much? He said, well, I don't know for sports and skateboarding and things like that. A juvenile is always stretching his clothes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, now we see. Some of the more uh, husky boys walking through the store with their parents, and of course they have ice cream. In their yeah, hands. these kids don't look like they like sports. Uh, he <laughs> said, "Well, sure they do. They're wearing sneakers and baseball caps, aren't they?" And then Bobby looks up and looks at him and says, "This is a fat kid store." Starts <laughs> Peg- crying. Peggy immediately. Bobby would love you so much. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. He says, "I don't want to be here." And Hank's like, "Ah, come on, son. No big deal. We're just shopping for clothes. You got nothing to feel bad about." And then. Uh, Peggy launches into, in fact, you should be proud. You should be proud of who you are, proud because you are, and she doesn't say different. She says different, like it's three words. Yeah, different, yeah. <laughs> and because you are different, and being different is the best thing in the whole wide world. And so Bobby, of course, you know, he's always checking things that people say through the filter of his father, and he says, is that true, Dad? Oh, it sure is, son. And uh, uh, then you see... <laughs> You see uh, Bobby is starting to try some stuff on. He's got uh, a Kanga hat on in the yeah. first little scene and asking what he thinks. He's kind of putting on a little fashion show here exactly with the fat kid what clothes. Exactly he's doing, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Peggy, of course, you know, she's never seen such a handsome young man, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, he comes out in shorts, and he says the shorts fit. There's uh, no lines. There's no lines. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what that means. Well, I guess they're creasing up on him, right, Whenever where his, where his extra Bobby is. Or whatever, oh, right? Yeah. I guess there's. I guess so. Up maybe he comes out. And he goes, "Look, I'm dressed like a football, football coach. coach." Yeah, you call that a block? <laughs> you call that a block? Look at me. Uh, and then he comes out in a suit. He says, "I'm a minister." That's terrific, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's a terrific, son. Uh, and then overcomes the uh, the owner of uh, H Dumpty's, Hal Dumpty. He introduces himself, says, I'm Hal Dumpty. Uh, this is my store. I couldn't help noticing your son. And, of course, Hank immediately launches into, oh, oh I'm, I'm so sorry. sorry. For the dr- yeah, he always <laughs> yeah. is apologizing for Bobby before he can find out what, he's even, what, he, what even the situation <laughs> yeah. is. I'll give, him a, I'll give him a talking to. Yeah, I'll give him a stern he talking said, no, to. No, I love your, I love his enthusiasm. Uh, I want you to know, son, you look great in my class. And, of course, this is um, uh, Bill. The guy who does Bill's voice uh, doing oh, H. Jim Dumpty Dutchie. also. Yeah yeah, 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 you can hear it. Yeah, and so no, not Jim Dotrieve, jo- Stephen Root. Sorry. Yeah, Stephen Root. Jim Dotrieve is where they get the last name for Bill. Right, and so uh, he he introduces himself to the owner, tells Bobby how great he looks in his clothes and all that, and uh, asks him if he wants to be a fashion model. 
and uh, basically says he's he's taken out an ad in the Arlen Bystander, which now we know is the local newspaper. Yeah. Because I think that's the first time it's been mentioned, right? Yeah. The Arlen Bystander. Uh, and he says he'd like for him to model for him. And Hank's a little taken aback. Uh, says, you want my son to be a fashion model? Yeah. He said, sure, <laughs> like, why not? Sure, why not? Yeah, Because we're super busy, very Bob, busy. <laughs> Bobby's all into it, though. He's yeah. ready to go. we got a lot to do today. we got a lot to do today. And, and Mr. Dumpty, Mr. Dumpty, he says, uh, photo shoot's not until tomorrow. Oh, even even less time, less time there. Thank you. And he's just, like, trying to back his whole family out of the Yeah, trying to get thing. everybody the hell out of it before somebody signs up. Signs, signs. And <laughs> even Peggy is like, what, what are we doing tomorrow? Tomorrow, Hank, and he's, yeah. he's like, oh, she's trying some, to let him do it. Something very special. I don't have time to talk about it. That's a, that's a little time we have. And then we see another fat kid over there crying and saying, I don't want to. I don't want to be story. here. Yeah. Right. Another kid. Yeah. And so now we get to uh, uh, back at the Hank Hill house and uh, uh, Bobby is kind of putting on a little fashion show for Luann. And uh, he says, hey, Luann, don't I look handsome? And she's like, oh. Something looks different about you. Yeah, did I cut your hair? <laughs> she asked did I him cut that, your yeah. hair? That's she right. must be drinking. He is uh he's wearing his short sleeve shirt, his little Argyle sweater and his mm-hmm. shorts with no lines. Uh he said, No, I got new clothes. Watch this, no rips. Yeah, he, he said there's starts, starts wiggling starts around. Moving in around, him. yeah. Said he found a better store for him. Yeah, he um, said he thought he was extra, extra, extra large all this time. But he said, it turns out I'm a just, medium. He was just a medium. <laughs> That's right. And so uh, he he tells Luann about uh, them wanting to put him in the in in take his picture and put him in the ad. Him. Yep. And she's like, oh my gosh, you mean they want you to be a model? Bobby, this is a dream, dream come, come true. true. That's right. It is. And she gets, <laughs> yeah. He Bobby, looks up, says it is. Bobby models are some of the happiest people. On yeah, Earth. she's trying to live vicariously through him. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She said, do you have somebody to do your hair? He's like, I don't even have a ride. Yeah. She goes, well, I can drive you. I'll be your driver slash stylist. I'm working towards getting my license in, in both. both. <laughs> I love that part. Uh, now we see Hank uh, over reading the, the uh, Arlen Bystander. And, of course, his comment is, this is not a restaurant review. Yeah. It's a paid, paid advertise. advertisement. I knew exactly what he was talking about when he said that. Yeah. Oh, I know. You see those little ads for stuff, or it looks like an ad, right? Yeah. Or it's like a review of a restaurant or something, but then at the very small print at the bottom, it'll say paid advertisement, you know, oh. down at the bottom or whatever. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, it's just an ad. <laughs> just an ad. And so um, Bobby comes running in. And he's like, Dad, man took pictures of me, which normally would be a real problem. Yeah, he, well, I that's mean, the way he looks at him, too, the way he lifts his yeah. newspaper up, which I don't even know what is a newspaper. but uh, That's the, true. Yeah, <laughs> these days anyway. Uh, and so he, he, you know, Hank's taken back again, like I said, and, and Bobby is like, no, I was a model for the H. Dumpty's ad. And he said, what? I thought I agreed we were, I was too busy for that. And Bobby said, well, yeah, Luann, Luann took, took me. me. And Luann is, she does get, in a lot of scrapes like this, she gets like in a she, lot of different problems. She oversteps her bounds a obviously. lot. Yeah, she should a lot asked. of the time. She well, she that every episode that she's in, she's oversteps her boundaries. So uh, <laughs> Bobby shows the pictures to uh, Hank, which come in a plain brown envelope, by the yeah. way. And there, it's like a, a sheet of proofs, you know, black and white proofs of these photos. And they show the first one is Bobby like laying all uh, like he's at a sleepover on a yeah, bed. Yeah, and then and, and then, then they get to the one where the it's suntan like the, oil the suntan thing, oil yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah where, where he's the got dogs the dog ripping down ripping his, his butt. His, yeah, ripping the, the <laughs> what was that? That was copper tone. Yeah, right? the copper, copper tone. Girl. That's right. Yeah. yeah, had the dog pulling her pants down. Yeah. And then this one, uh, which Bobby says is his favorite, is the one where he's. For some reason, holding a sheet of cookies with the assless and his uh, and his ass is hanging out of his the, of his like long johns. Yeah, the long johns. And he's just like going, ooh, so you know he's got <laughs> yeah. that embarrassed hand over his mouth or whatever. 
He says, yeah, that's the one that's going to be in the paper tomorrow. Bobby's super proud of the fact super that he's proud. done this stuff. Yeah, because yeah, this well, is really kind of the first. He's winning. Yeah. Like, whenever he wins yeah. at something or he feels like he's like a first at something, he doesn't understand why his dad oh, acts yeah. the way he acts. Absolutely. Because every time he gets to be to doing something that he enjoys and he actually starts to find some type of success at it, mm-hmm. Hank is always finding a problem with it or you know, I well, guess we'll find out. <laughs> and and we do find out, yeah. Uh, and so uh, we just kind of get a blah, and then it yeah. goes to, there's a commercial break. Uh, next, we come back, and Hank's on the phone, I'm assuming, with the Arlen bystander. And he says, uh, if you run that ad in your paper, my son could never, never go, go back, back to, to school. school. You've yeah, seen his picture. picture. You can tell he's not very good with his fists. No, he's just a doughy dude. <laughs> so... Uh, he then we see Hank. He's running out because he he sees that the paper's being delivered outside. Yeah, and he's grabbing every single one of them out and of just every ripping paper, the ad ripping out. the whole yeah. ad out. Yeah. And he finally gets to uh, Bill's Bill. house and Bill sees him and he goes, uh, "Did you?" This is one of my favorite parts. He goes, "Did you come <laughs> over to have breakfast with me?" Because you thought I was lonely. And he goes, "Sure." And he goes, "Well, all right, I'll start grating the potatoes." Potatoes, so, yeah, potatoes. <laughs> so he starts to walk in, and when he walks in, Hank just looks over, and shakes his head, and <laughs> he walks just off. Leaves, yeah, <laughs> he just leaves him there. <laughs> Uh, he says, uh, then Hank is, is talking to Bobby. He says, you know, I don't really want to make too big a deal out of this, Bobby. And Bobby's like, why not? I got my picture taken. I'm, this is one of my favorites also. He's, I got my picture taken. I made $40 and they let me keep the underwear. Yes. And then for some weird reason, Bobby says, I'm still wearing it, Dad. Yeah, I'm still wearing it's it, like, Dad. It's like the <laughs> yeah, weirdest pseudo-sexual thing. Yeah. I don't really understand it, but anyway. No, that's, uh, that's what my dad does. He he, uh, <laughs> he wouldn't have really cared. Like, if I was making, if I told him I'd made 40 bucks. Yeah. And you got free underwear. And I got sure. free underwear. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's a good <laughs> what deal. Else, what else are you getting? That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Uh, now we see Peggy. Uh, she is on the phone. Uh, she does a lot of okie dokies and bye byes, and uh, she thanks them for calling. She says that that is the second biggest talent agent in, in all, all of Ireland. Second biggest. The second biggest. It's in all the of first. Ireland. Yeah, I was surprised it wasn't the third. Yeah, he says he saw the ad and uh, he wants to meet them. He thinks he can get Bobby a lot of work, which. I guess is understandable. I, I guess there's a lot of Husky Boy ads. Yeah. I don't I don't know. He goes, wow, where do I sign? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Hank is like, why are you encouraging the boy? Uh, I'm trying to contain an outbreak here, and you're driving the monkey to the airport. <laughs> Which is, uh, I, I don't know if it's an intentional reference, but there was a movie that came out a couple of years before this episode was aired. Outbreak. A movie called Outbreak, where, where there yeah. was particularly a, a monkey involved in yeah. it that had like some kind of virus spread. Yeah, that was kind of uh, was fortuitous, huh? Yeah. Uh, and so uh, she just tells him about how, you know, it makes him feel good about himself and blah, blah, blah. And, and Hank is like, you know, the the harm, Peggy, is the fact that kids always victimize the one who's different. Believe me, I know. And then we go to a flashback. Of Hank being an asshole. It's hey, just fatty, Hank yelling you at fat are people. Fat. <laughs> but it's funny, he wasn't even trying to be inventive no. and say something you know just, silly or nothing. He just said, hey, fatty, <laughs> you are fat. <laughs> Such so, a jackass. He was. It was kind of a jackass move. But Peggy lets him know that, you know, times have changed. And thank, thank goodness. goodness. Yep, we celebrate our differences. Don't you watch TV? And Hank's like, you know I watch TV. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was. this is where she does that jump in the air to... Yeah, she she starts saying uh, uh, maybe you should watch a little more closely the TV. You know, the daytime talk shows. People are always standing up and saying, I'm different. I'm proud of it. And get used to it. Woo! She yeah. does her little jump. And Hank is like, you know, I'm not saying he shouldn't be proud. I just said he should keep it to himself. <laughs> and so if he ends up on Oprah with nothing to say, well, then so be it. Uh, and so uh, Peggy just is like, you know, Hank, look, look, look at him. Look how happy he is. And then we go to Bobby, and he is showing Luann 
you know, how his life is just improving because of this thing. He's, he's got said, this scrapbook and yeah, first he goes, I got a birth, I got a birth certificate, certificate <laughs> a leaf I found. A leaf I found. And now this, and it was he, the <laughs> advertisement right. that he had cut out of the paper. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, uh, Hank, do you really want to take that away from me? And so uh, next we see they are uh, at the second biggest talent agent in uh, in all of Ireland. Uh, and the agent, a real uh, Weasley guy, I would say. Little Weasley. A little weird. Yeah. He offers water. Uh, Bobby is like, oh, in a bottle. <laughs> he says, yeah, at this, you know, Yeah, when you level, reach the t- top, son, you'll find most of everything is. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. I, I love know. how he, he offers water to Peggy, and she says, no, I'm not thirsty right now, but thank you very much, and just sticks it in her purse. She <laughs> yeah. just, just takes the whole bottle of water. Uh, but he tells him about... How? That's a southern thing, though. If somebody gives you something, you take oh, it. Oh yeah, you don't absolutely. argue. Yeah. You just all right. Well, thank you. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She, uh, he, he, the, the agent starts telling the second biggest talent agent in Ireland tells him that uh, the H Dumpty's ad was a good start, but he thinks that uh, he could be the next Andy the Menard. Main, yeah, the Andy Menard. Menard. Andy Maynard, Maynard, Menard, Maynard, Menard, whatever. Uh, and he goes, hey, I've seen that guy. He likes his Sunday even on Monday. Even on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know he was real. Yeah, Peggy's like, I didn't even know he was real. And he's so real, all right. That's tells, real hot. <laughs> yeah, and that uh, he's got him headlining the Little Junior Plus Fashion Show uh, next week, and uh, Peggy wants to know if that's something that Bobby could do. One step at a time, Miss Hill. Yeah, he says there's a catalog shoot tomorrow for Caulfields of Texas, whatever that is. And uh, says they're launching a new line of clothing called Gravitas. Gravitas. That's, you know, and honestly, I thought that Gravitas, that word uh, and its usage, came out of like two or three elections ago, right? But this is way back where they were using, using the word Gravitas, which I think is kind of uh, forward thinking. Yeah. Uh, and so Bobby's like, oh. I want that. Oh, account. I didn't even know it was a word. That's the first I've ever heard. Oh, of really? It. Yeah, it's yeah. actually a word. Oh, dignity, yeah. seriousness, or so- solemnity, solemnity of manner. Yeah. So they yeah, they use that in the uh, Barack Obama uh, in his election. Oh, okay. They said that he had a certain gravitas about him, and they were talking about how he was very calm, you know, and he he could calm people down and things like that, you know. And he had that gravitas or that that extra kind of. Uh, I don't know that that feeling of a leader. Yeah, there's also a uh, if you're in Washington D.C. There's also a restaurant on 1401 Oki Street called Gravitas. Called Gravitas. That's 1401 Oki Street. Tell them I sent you. Is it only for Husky Boys? Uh, Only for Husky Boys. No, it's actually a nice looking restaurant. I don't know what it says. It says minimalist, industrial, chic venue, features new American (laughs) tasting menus with locally sourced fare. So just pigeons. (laughs) What are you, Washington D.C. Pigeons and dandelions. (laughs) Pigeons and dandelions. uh, but, But served. Very well. <laughs> Very well. Uh, and so Hank comes in the room, and he's, like, trying to get Bobby off of this whole modeling thing, and he's, he's got the football in his hand, and he said, hey, why don't we go out and toss that old pigskin around, get a little exercise. I don't think so, Dad. I got, I got a catalog, catalog shoot. He's, and he's sitting there with a spoon <laughs> and a big-ass jar of Jiffy just sitting there He's eating just eating it. that yeah. peanut butter. He says, I got to watch my shape. Uh, and he says, I tell you what, if you if you play a little football with the old man this afternoon, I'll buy you that album by those guys I hate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's like, thanks. Already got it. My agent gave me an advance. My agent. I also got that bike helmet you said you'd buy me if my grades improved. <laughs> <laughs> and then and this, this is my favorite part right here, how Bill. dumb Bill is. Uh, a, a working man, a man who works you yeah. know, 40 hours a week cutting hair yeah. for the military. He goes, all raked in bag, Bobby. And he goes, thanks, Mr. Dotrieve. And then he hands him his money. And he goes, I gives no, him $2 or whatever. Thank you, sir. 
sir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even $2, it was a dollar bill. <laughs> He's like, hey, Hank. <laughs> and so uh, uh, Hank is really taken back by this. He's like, uh, you know, raking the, raking the yard is your job, Bobby. He says, yeah, but I got a career to think about now. And uh, the yard is raked and this peanut butter is not going to eat itself. So back to work. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so uh, next we see the boys are out in the alley, but it's just Boomhauer, Dale, and Hank. Uh, they're out there drinking, and and uh, here comes Peggy. She's like, "Hey, we're off to the photo shoot, Hank. See you there later." And so I'm assuming she's driving Bobby to the call yeah. fields of Texas uh, gravitas shoot. The gravitas, uh huh. And not affiliated with the gravitas of Washington D.C. That's right. Uh, pigeons and dandelions. And so <laughs> Dale, which Dale doesn't know how to insult people. No, he really doesn't. Because he says photo shoot. What is about a photo shoot? And he's like, nothing, nothing. And he's like, so family boy's getting his portrait taken. It's funny how La Hardy laughs too. <laughs> Did you bring your laugh. comb? Yeah. Did you bring your comb? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then you get Boomhauer adding on to it. Uh, yeah, man, I'll tell you what, he gets all pretty up and him combing his hair off the side like this is my good side. Dang old pretty sissy out like that. So. Yeah, pretty sissy out like that. And then Hank, very unhank like says, you know what, guys, you ought to watch it. Making fun of people like that, you could hurt their feelings. Which... That's not something Hank says. No, that was that that's, that that was the most unhank comment you, of this episode. You for don't sure. hurt people's you feelings. You can hurt their feelings. Yeah, and then they just both. I think they both oh, start start laughing. They, they yeah. have like a deadpan look, and then they both just they just die start laughing. Go yeah, yeah, yeah. So Hank is is shows up at the uh, Caulfields of Texas uh, Gravitas photo shoot, and uh, he walks in, and this is not Hank's kind of room. Not at all. Um, there are a lot of weirdos in there. Uh, there's a lady with a uh, iguana on her shoulder. <laughs> then comes a guy with uh, well, all the women at, at, at all the women are midriff exposed right. too. They're all you know there's, cleavage there's, out and everything. There's one guy on all fours and another guy sitting on his back holding a flower pot. Yeah, that's having their picture taken. Smoke in his face. Somebody was a smoking smoke. a cigarette. There's a guy with Liberty spikes on his head. Yeah, you know, big punk rocker or whatever. That Which, was the first one he saw when he walked in and just yeah. a look on his face yeah. like, oh. But you know, you keep seeing that guy. Like, remember when Hank has that kind of flashback of Luann's boyfriend? Oh, and the dude beating his head to the wall. It's the same kind of guy. the same guy. And so Hank is looking for Bobby. He's shouting for him, and he says, hey, Dad, just in time. We're coming off of five now. We're just going to shoot. <laughs> We're going to shoot another setup. Grab a plate and settle. That means be quiet. Yeah, grab a plate and settle. Yeah, and Peggy says, oh, you know, hey, here we go, uh, uh, Hank and uh, – um, Hank wants to know uh, if he has any idea how he looks because Bobby <laughs> is sitting in that chair with a, with a, he, he's getting his makeup and he's got yeah. a little fan and on then him and the whole Bobby thing. Bobby deadpan looks at him dead in his eye and says on camera or off because they're two very different <laughs> That's things. Right. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how fast Bobby has taken to this world. Well, you know, it's like well, he Bobby, was looking for it. Bobby assumes these roles oh. really, really well. Oh, super easy. Uh, this this episode particularly kind of reminds me of the episode where I, I know I know it's a, a one we haven't reached yet, but the episode where they go to Louisiana and they go meet Bill's family. Oh yeah, and he he said Bobby. he wears that dapper <laughs> that Southern gentleman suit, and he said, "Well, I'm a flower, I'm wilting, yeah. <laughs> I'm wilting." <laughs> so uh, uh, then we're introduced to Carlo, uh, who I'm assuming is the uh, the the big time of photographer. And uh, he says, uh, uh, "Can we can we have it quiet on the set, please, or whatever?" Yeah. And Bobby's like, uh, "Carlo's a little upset today. He had a he had a spat with Orlando. I'm I am learning, learning so, so much." much. <laughs> and then he just you just see the look of disgust. On yeah, 
Hank's face that his son is concerned with uh, what two two men's love life is more than he is about right. mowing lawns. That's right. Yeah, he, or raking leaves. Yeah, raking he, leaves. Uh, Peggy finds Hank, and uh, he tells her, my God, Peggy, I feel like I've died and gone to New York. Which is funny <laughs> that he says that, because this is before we know that that's actually where Hank was born. That's true. Not a true Texan, yeah. Hank. Not yeah. a true Texan. And so uh, Peggy tells him, you know, that it's very exciting. I think Bobby may have found his calling. And then, of course, Luann's there for some reason. And she says the uh, director wants to put Bobby in the Little Junior Plus fashion show. And Hank's like, the Little Junior, junior what? what? And she goes, Plus! plus. It's yeah. this weekend. And uh, then Peggy is like, uh, Orlando says they're going to broadcast it on Arlen Cable Access. And, and Luann's like, but don't tell Carlo. No, don't Peggy, tell Carlo. No, 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 yeah. don't tell Carlo. He goes, why would I tell anything to Carlo? Who the, Who the hell, hell is, is Carlo? Carlo? And then th- you get this riff with Carlo where yeah. he's like, it's your birthday. Yes, you're older now. <laughs> Where's the time gone, little man? Yes, that's it. Uh, uh, and you make a wish for something magical. Don't tell. And then they switch. Dressed up like a like an athlete yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then he's like, run, look at you go. Go to the 50. Go to the 60. And go to the 60. Yeah, this is your Olympic <laughs> dream come true. Olympic dream come true yeah, on a football field. That's right. They try to tackle you, but you won't let you them. You won't let them. Because you look too fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they switch to and a lifeguard tr- stand. Dressed and up and like then, a lifeguard. Hey there, lifeguard, look at you. Upon your personal high. <laughs> All you do, they splash and splash, but not you. Not and he's you. like, cut, that's it. Yeah, Hank has had enough. He's yeah. done. Yeah, he goes, he reaches he, his boiling point on this part. He literally he does the most Hank thing ever here. He yeah. literally tells everybody to go home. He goes, none of this he ever happens. He always does that. It doesn't matter where you're at or what you're doing. If you piss Hank off and he's done with the situation, everybody go home. Peggy's like, Hank, what are you doing? He goes, I'm not doing anything. I'm not even here. None of us are. Let's go. Hanky. So, yeah. yeah, they're back out in the car. And this is the first time I've ever heard him call a call. Call I've ever heard her call him Hanky. Yeah, this is the first. Which time is a little weird, it. right? Yeah. I mean, because we don't get that a lot. You don't get terms of endearment. Yeah. So Hanky and Hank's just like, nope. And Bobby's yeah, like, it's kind of funny Dad? that they call each other by their names so uh-huh. so much because my parents. Yeah. They've been married like 35 years, and I don't think I've ever heard them call each other's name. Well, you once. don't even hear peg leg very often. No, you know. Uh, but so uh, I guess that's that's the peg leg for for Peggy is yeah, Hanky. Hanky, I yeah. guess. Uh, she says, Hanky. He says, no. Bobby says, dad. He says, no. Uh, Luann says, uncle. She says, no. And, and then she, she goes, you don't even know what I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> Bobby's like, it's not fair. I've been looking forward to this fashion show for hours. I want to be a part of history, please. And he says, Bobby, there are times when a father knows best. And this is one of those times. And then Again, one of my favorites, Luann. Yeah, not, Pe- that, Lu- not Peggy, but Luann. Her head is, well, in the scene where she says, you know, you don't know what I was going to say. Right. Her head is like all the way up against the door at this point. You can't really see anything. <laughs> but my, then when she says this, she goes, uh, my hair is caught, caught in the, the door. door. You can see her hair flying <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> She's got her hair caught in the freaking door. Uh, and so uh, they're back at the house and, and Hank is like, you know, it's really our fault, Peggy. Somewhere along the line, we forgot to teach Bobby shame. Which, I, honestly, you know, I there is an argument to be made there that that shame can be a good thing. You know, know. you do have to have a little bit of shame sometimes. I mean, because you don't want to just walk around with your pants down around your ankles everywhere you go. Well, right? I mean, I mean, if that's what you want to do, is it? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't really, I don't really think shame exists unless you want it to exist. Really? Yeah, I think shame is a, a, mm. a personal problem. Okay. Uh, for individuals because I, I don't think that I think people should just if, if if wearing your pants at your ankles is what makes you happy in life yeah as long as you're not affecting anybody well that's then, the thing are you that's the thing are you affecting other people at that point 
Well, as long as you're, I guess as long as your bare ass isn't showing. Well, see, where's the line? The line, I guess, would be nudity. That would be the, the you societal keep line. keep on your H. Dumpty underwear. Yeah. Right. I guess that's the, the line. <laughs> he says uh, we can't count on the schools for everything, and he's talking about shame. Yeah. And uh, anyway, <laughs> he, the next day, uh, they end up going to bed, and the next day, uh, uh, Hank is, is pretty sure that Bobby's going to forget all about it by the next morning. Uh, I take that back. Yeah, I guess there is some things that people. There's a yeah. There's a little. There should be a little bit of right. Like you can't I, just have like your well, house like just completely. I was upside at, down. I was at a show the other night, and a guy was wearing a shirt that said "F Ted Cruz," but it said the word right. It yeah, said, yeah. But and I understand the sentiment. I get it really because I think the guy's a tool. But the word. Being on the top of your shirt, all the kids that are around you are going to see that. And is that a thing or not? You know, I mean, should that be? It, there, there is a certain line to free speech. I understand that you should be able to do, or you can do it, but should you? You know, there is a line there. Now, whether that's shame or whatever it is, I think there's something to be said for that. But anyway, that's that's. I think that's kind of what Hank meant when he says shame. I don't yeah. think he really means shame necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. So uh, the next morning, we see uh, Bobby with his uh, his little uh, uh, suit carrying case, and uh, he goes out and takes a cab, and he's, screw it, he's going to this little junior's fashion show. Yeah, he's getting there. And so Hank is looking for him, uh, and uh, he asks Peggy where he's at, and she's like, well, you know, I, I guess he's still sleeping because he doesn't have anything to wake up for. And Hank's like, well, I better go talk to him. He goes in looking for him and just sees a pile there. Ends up pulling back the covers, realizing that that Bobby is not there. Yeah, he starts talking to him. He says, Bobby, I know you're mm -hmm. probably upset with me right now, but one day you'll understand how much love it takes to crush a little boy's dreams. Crush a little boy's dreams. It is uh, summertime here in Central Texas, and I don't know about you, but I am already sweating. Oh, yeah. Uh, I've got swamp ass and ball sweat more than I know what to do with. And, you know, yeah. if uh, if it wasn't for Ballsy and their products, Ballsy. I'm sure right now I'd be able to smell my own balls. So I'm really, yeah. really Not you great. know, thankful for their products. Yeah. You know, your cleanliness uh, is a reflection of you, uh, especially below the belt. Uh, and, you know, I, I... I think about cleanliness a lot because, like, I've, I've got a beard. I've had one for a long time. You've got one. Um, but I never really think about taking care of my down under as I do my face. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think that a lot of people, you know, think about keeping their balls clean and fresh. No. I think that's a, a, a an endemic in uh, males is keeping our groin area clean. Yeah, because, I mean, it's no secret that balls are prone to odor, sweat, irritation. So, so you need something like Ballsy. Yeah, so guys, you need to upgrade your balls game with Ballsy. Yep. Uh, they've got quality, long-lasting products formulated to keep you fresh, comfortable, and confident. And for me, yep. uh, I tried out the ballsy trimmer uh, mm. the beard the beard trimmer part of it i oh, shaved my okay. mustache with that's it. that's the cool thing it comes with both, both yeah it heads. comes with the, yeah, it comes with both heads so it's not like you have to use the same head on your face as you do your your intimate regions yeah your intimate regions yeah. so uh yeah they got your sack covered with a ball wash sack spray and more and i'll attest to the ball wash my balls have never smelled cleaner and felt fresher ever sure. in the entirety of my life so yeah i took uh, a i took a small uh sample of of friends and 
family, and they said my balls smelled wonderful. Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah. that's good. My it, dog. It told was me. uncomfortable after that. Yeah, I'm still, sure it was. It was yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, when you go to Ballsy. Uh, you can get uh, different things like like you can take a quiz to see where to start. Uh, they have a sack pack. Uh, the sack pack has all of it. Uh, it's yes, the, ultimate, the trifecta. It is the ultimate trifecta of products specially formulated to take care of your most prized possessions, which should be your balls. And the uh, big thing is, is it is made right here in the U.S. of in A. In the U.S. of A. That's right. And, and it always will be. Always will be. Or so tell the people at Ballsy. Or so says Ballsy. So and they says have Ballsy. over 200,000 currently satisfied customers with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you've got to give it a try. Yeah. There's no risks involved. Yeah. And the only thing that could happen out of this is clean, fresh balls. That's what I'm saying, right? So what you need to do is go to ballwash.com, uh, put in promo code K-O-T-H, as in king of the hill. So ballwash.com, promo code K-O-T-H, and you'll receive 20% off your order of $50 or more. That's 20% off when you go to ballwash.com and put in promo code K-O-T-H. So says Ballsy. Balls. Balls. Hey, Rusty. Hey, Mike. Your dog deserves tasty, healthy, real food, not kibble. Don't give him kibble. No, I, I like to give my dog food that's created by a vet that exceeds all industry standards. There you Fresh go. dog food, stable life. Uh, sorry, a, a stable shelf life and affordable. Uh, this this food here, Sundays for Dogs, Mike. It's 40, Sundays for Dogs? It's 40% less expensive Holy than leading fresh crud. brands. Yeah, and uh, you know it, it's it like you say it's created by a vet. It's shelf stable, which uh, I I don't get those dog foods that are in the freezer and refrigerator and stuff. That just seems like a lot. Uh, I've got a friend of mine who makes his own cat food, which is weird. But uh, it, it's especially weird when you could get it from Sundays. That's for dogs. what I'm saying, right? You know, I mean, he's got cats, so he's weird anyway. But well, he could feed it Sundays for dogs. Feed his cats to Sundays for dogs. It's created by a vet. It's fresh dog food. Uh, it's uh, customized for dog size, breed, and activity level. So all he has to do is take a quick quiz and see if it's right for his pup. Yeah, you just go to SundaysForDogs.com. You take the quiz. Uh, best part about all this, uh, well, let me tell you about some of the benefits first. Uh, you're going to get uh, increased excitement uh, from your dog about eating, uh, which my dogs uh, are, are not super excited about eating because I buy them junk, uh, but not anymore. Uh, you'll get better stool, which, you know, if your dogs stay outside all day, that's a big deal. Uh, you'll get more energy out of their, out of your dogs, improve weight, softer coat, just a better life for your dogs. Yeah, if you feed them, this my stuff. dog loves it. Uh, yeah. it's real easy for her to eat. She's, she's an older dog, but it's really easy for her to eat. And she's uh, 104, she's 104. Yes. Right. And, uh, the fact not that in it's dog years, not in dog years, in human years. Yeah. She's yeah. extremely, extremely old. <laughs> and I think it's due to eating Sundays for dogs, Sure, uh, which the quality ingredients are really good for her health. The, the crap they put in, you know, a lot of the store brand stuff is just junk for them and uh, a lot of filler and stuff like that. It's like feeding your kid Doritos all day. Yeah, that's what it is. It's Uh, like a a bag of Doritos. That kid's going to stop up at some point. And Sundays for dogs (laughs) is like a a bag of carrots with... It is. It's like carrots and real meat and things like that. It's good stuff. You know, if you go to sundaysfordogs.com and take that quiz and figure out the right plan for your pup, uh, the best part about that is you can get 35% off your first order if you use the code K-O-T-H, as in king of the hill. K-O-T-H, and you'll get 35% 
35% off your order. Well, 35%. That's, that's a big good. deal. That you know, most play, most of these things you hear is 10%. But uh, for this one, you go to sundaysfordogs.com, enter K-O-T-H as the code, and get 35% off. That's great. Wolf. So the next morning, uh, he is looking for Bobby. He goes in looking for him, finds, finds a pile, pulls that back, realizes that Bobby's not in there, runs into Luann and says, uh, you know, Bobby's gone. You got to tell me where he is. And then he's like, oh, no, not you, too, because all he sees is a pile in Luann's yeah. bed, ends up pulling all the clothes back or the, uh, the covers back. And uh, it, it, it's Luann and Buckley in the bed. Yeah, this and, is one of my favorite lines, probably <laughs> of the entire series. Yeah. He, he looks at both of them and he says, I'm in a crisis situation. I got to find Bobby. You two take turns kicking each other's asses. <laughs> yeah, that was great. And so he runs yeah, out. That's a, that's a great line. Fantastic. Bobby arrives at what I'm assuming is the mall. Uh, I think they do say the name of the mall yeah, at I think some it's point. At the mall. But he's at the mall. He arrives. He's I'm Bobby Hill. I'm here for the show. Uh, Your talent. The lady's like, yeah, Bobby Hill, your talent. Here's your complimentary tote bag. And then Bobby pulls out the toilet water, and he goes, cool. That's like for an emergency or something, right? What the hell is toilet water? Uh, It would be like uh, uh, cologne. Oh, cologne. Yeah, old people used to call it toilet water. Oh, nice. Yeah, not, not a great name. Uh, oh yeah, well it does say on there uh, E A U like it always like the Edu French Twilet. Edu Twi- yeah. Twilet. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and so uh, uh, <laughs> they so are the now, French named it toilet water they did okay. they did uh, they are now hauling ass to the mall because they know where where Bobby's at at this point is that a component in Cologne is toilet water. I don't think it's real toilet water. You don't think like, I think like there's a factory somewhere where they just I, scoop buckets of toilet water <laughs> to the line to go make cologne? I, I hope not, yeah, but, I hope but not. that could be it. Yeah, maybe that's uh, like What would Evian. Hank Hill's cologne smell like? Huh? What would Hank Hill's cologne smell like? Oh, it would smell like, uh, uh, it would smell like propane. Or brute. Or meat. High or karate. Meat. High karate. <laughs> Have you ever heard of high karate? <laughs> no. Okay, so look up high karate. You, uh, got, a, you got a computer right in front okay. of you. My dad used to wear something called high karate. Right, like it was cologne. it was a cologne you could buy at like Eckerd's or oh, wow. CVS yeah, or Walgreens there's, there's, there's or whatever. There's TV commercials. I'm right. gonna watch that. I'm gonna oh, say yeah. that. It was <laughs> a guy that. that would just be like kick at the screen or whatever. And it <laughs> Oriental lime musk, Oriental spice, Oriental lime. What is? I don't even know I what that know. is. First launched in 1967. <laughs> yeah, let's see if I can find a vintage bottle my, of it. My dad would wear <laughs> high karate, or he would wear. Uh, whatever the smell was, is some sort of musk that came out of the Avon bottle that was shaped like a car. Right? <laughs> <Okay>. Yeah, <laughs> my was, dad. Uh, it was, one of it those was Brute or Stetson Black. Yeah, Stetson. Yeah, I that's can what see my that. dad liked. Yeah. Uh, and so they are hauling ass to get Bobby to the mall or at the mall. Uh, and Peggy's like, it doesn't matter how fast you drive, Hank. We'll never get there on time. We might as well face it. We're, we're missing, missing his big, big moment. moment. Yep. <laughs> no, we're stopping his big stopping moment. His I big... didn't fill up with 89 <laughs> octane for nothing, which is a low octane gas these 89 days. 89 octane, yeah. Uh, and so uh, now we're at the mall. And, he, okay, I need your help. What is this kid's name? The one that, oh, you're poor. Or what, <laughs> what is his name? Oh, uh Oh man! Yeah, you wouldn't ask me. I, I wouldn't ever tell remember you. this kid's oh, name. Oh, his name is Stuart Dooley. Yeah, Stuart, Stuart Dooley. Dooley. Yeah, I so remember Dooley okay. comes up and he's like, "What is this?" And the lady tells him it's a it's a fashion show for plus size boy, uh, plus size boys. Plus, there's going to be music, a fog machine. Uh, which it that's all Mike Judge's voice, by the way, is Dooley. Mike Judge oh, does yeah. his voice. Yeah. Which uh, I, I went back last night and I went on Paramount and I noticed yeah. that they have all of Beavis and Butthead on there again. Right. All the old Beavis and Butthead. And, but uh, they've, they've remastered them. 
they've remastered it. But what the what the funny thing was is, is that Mike Judge said the reason why on the DVD because the DVD release of Beavis and Butthead had zero music videos because they didn't want to go through all the le- legal stuff to get all the rights to have all the songs on the DVD. Yeah. But on the Paramount Plus version, they have all the music videos on there because Paramount Plus is a huge corporation yeah, 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 yeah. and they are able to oh, do I'm the sure, legwork. I'm sure they own half so, the catalog uh, too. Yeah, it was crazy. Know? It was. Uh, I was watching. I was like, man, it was. Uh, so much Mike Judge because you know he voiced the like well, the majority got the, of it. They've got the new uh, Beavis and Butthead do the universe or whatever that's it is. coming out it does soon. Space yeah. or whatever. Well, it's it was called. really cool hearing. Uh, I guess is it Mr. Anderson, Tom mm-hmm. Anderson, or something? Mm-hmm. Is the name of the dude, their yeah. neighbor. It's yeah. cool listening to him because you you hear well because of course he's the model for Hank, mm-hmm. but. There's a lot of Hank isms too, oh, yeah. like oh, yeah. old man front yard type, you know, oh, sure. humor and stuff like yeah. that that just kills me throughout the whole. I was watching, I couldn't stop laughing all night last night. So the uh, the lady <laughs> lets them know that there's going to be music, there's going to be a fog machine, uh, all the ben- it goes to benefit the schools. Plus, there's free donuts. Yeah, we'll and do it do- for the schools. We'll do it for the schools. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, now Bobby gets to meet uh, Andy Menard or Maynard. Uh, and he says, I'm going to be in the show with you. And, and Andy, of course, is a big tool. Yep. Uh, he's like, don't put your stuff down there. I call this whole makeup counter. And the goes, whole makeup counter, yeah. If you said, don't want to get in trouble, get me a brownie. <laughs> he says, uh, he asked him if he got the free tote bag. Yeah. Which Bobby was super excited he's about. Super, worst and, one I've ever seen. Andy's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, he says it's the worst one he's ever got. Uh, and so here comes Hank. Uh, and Hank runs in and he says, uh, he's looking for Bobby, looking for Bobby. He pulls back a curtain and there's a bunch of boys without shirts on a bunch of portly boys without shirts yeah. on. And he goes, relax. It's nothing. It's like nothing I've ever seen before. And then he cuts his head down and he's like, Bah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, and so, uh, uh, the agent is now telling Bobby, you know, don't say I didn't hustle for you. I got you on first. And Bobby's really uh, surprised by this. He's like, first, me? But what will Andy Menard think? And then Andy comes walking up, and he goes, I'll tell you what Andy Menard thinks. Andy Menard always always goes goes on on first. first. Yeah, And he starts crying, yeah. Uh, And so Bobby's like, you know, do you think I'm really ready for this? And the agent tells him, I don't think you are. I know you are. Uh, now go out there and knock them dead, sailor boy. Yeah, knock them dead, <laughs> sailor boy. He's wearing that stupid sailor hat. Sailor hat, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, Hank finally finds him and says, you going to come quietly or do I have to carry you out baby tantrum style, which I'm assuming is lots of fists and legs kicking. Yeah. And uh, Bobby's like, you can't make me leave, Dad. I'm going on first. I've never been first in anything. So, again, here comes this thing where Bobby feels like he's winning and yeah. Hank is Hank is tearing it apart for him. And so uh, – he lets him know that he's going to be first, and he says, tell you what, yeah, you, can you can be the, be the first, first to drop, drop out, out of this yeah. show. And so Bobby, again, he's like, why Why are you always trying to turn me into you? Why can't you accept me for who I am? And then and Hank goes, well, we both <laughs> saw that after-school special, but I'm not an alcoholic, and you're not an ice skater. But, you know, uh, it could so be fantastic. said that he is a alcoholic, though. Because oh, sure. It, uh, there's every episode he's got a beer, but maybe, you know, whenever – well, I don't think he gets abused. Whenever a though, functional, no, probably like that, not. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Whenever He's a functional, functional alcoholic yeah. is called an alcoholic, oh yeah, they it's offensive. Oh sure, because yeah. uh, they don't feel like it's a problem. But I thought it was funny. He said, "But I'm not an alcoholic." But yeah, okay. Yeah, and so and he says, <laughs> "You're not a nice the, skater." I just <laughs> love the fact that yeah, he's like, "We both saw that after school special. You can't use that argument on me." <laughs> yeah, we both saw that. <laughs> <laughs> and so he just says, "Come on, son. I'm not trying to keep you. I'm trying to keep you from being embarrassed." And yeah. which which Hank really does think he's doing the right thing. Here. He doesn't yeah, want to see his hun. He doesn't want to see his hun. He doesn't want to see his son embarrassed. He doesn't want him to go through which the is bad crazy times because stuff. my dad lived to embarrass. <laughs> 
like he enjoyed like he actually enjoyed embarrassing us so there was a uh one act play and i was the mc for it oh and so it's me and 40 50 sex sure. parents yeah and i you know i do the whole mc thing and at the very end of the show, I do the closing thing for the MC part, and yep. my dad, and it's only like seven o'clock at night. And my sure. dad goes, "Hurry up! It's time for bed." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, no. like as soon as I finish, oh, everybody crazy. claps." And as, as soon as it got quiet before everybody started to shuffle, he's like, "All right, now hurry up, get off the stage. It's time to go home and go oh, to bed." My gosh. <laughs> you know, I used to drop my kids off. I would drop them off in front of the school, and then I would roll the window down as they were walking in. I'd go, "Make good choices" or something like that. You know? <laughs> I just turned the music up real loud. <laughs> That's right. So Hank is trying real hard to get Bobby out of here. Uh, he uh, just tells him he doesn't want him to be embarrassed of, or he doesn't want him to be embarrassed. And Bobby's like, uh, is that what you're afraid of? Are you afraid that you'll be embarrassed? And so here comes the agent, and he asked Bobby if he's too sexy for his shirt, which, you know, was a big song at that point. Yeah. You know that song, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm too sexy for my shirt. My shirt too sexy uh, for my shirt. So sexy, it hurts. He says, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Stokes, which I guess is – is that the first time we've heard the name of the agent, Mr. Stokes? I think so. I thought it was too. Maybe. And he says, uh, "I won't let do the show, but my I want to do the show, but my dad won't let me. I guess I'll never get my moment in the spotlight." And then Hank is like, "Okay, wait." And you think he's going to say, "Okay, Bobby, do what makes you feel good or whatever." And he says, "Yes, Dad." He says, "Why don't you drape this poncho over you while we get to the car?" <laughs> Which is funny, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so now we get uh, the uh, the big uh, the big moment. The uh, little junior plus. We pageant. get the name of the mall as well, right? Oh, here. that's true. The Arlen oh, Galleria yeah, it's Plex. Galleria Plex. Yeah. <laughs> I did underline that. Uh, they are proud to present fashions for a new millennium. Yeah, we're getting ready to break the millennium here uh, on this one. This is November, uh, November of ninety-seven. Yeah. This episode. Yeah, so it's getting real close. Yeah, really close. And uh, Bobby says, uh, "No, no, no, no. Let me go. I have to get out there before the whale spouts confetti." Do you remember that though? Like the years build up before oh, millennium. Oh, sure. Yeah. I remember moving over here in '96, and I remember from like '96, '97, '98, '99, because that's when I became conscious of culture. Period was like '96, '97. And then uh, I remember on TV all the time, the new millennium's coming. The new millennium's mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. for like five years. Oh, and everybody yeah. was so worried about the Y2K everybody thing. Everybody was so was, worried about it. I was working in IT at that point. So, yeah, and it was so, a yeah, house. I was, it was yeah, probably yeah, a yeah, house. Yeah, 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 I can imagine. All the programmers thought that everything was going to shut down. I have a buddy that I play video games with that does, uh, he does 911 systems for all of North America. And he remembers around September 11th and how nuts he was like, because he's been doing it for like 30 odd years. And he was like, it was just insane. Oh, absolutely! For everything, he's like, it, like it was literally. He said it was literally more people doing all this fail-safe stuff that was causing oh, yeah. problems. Oh yeah. Than there was actually yeah. a problem need to be caused. Well, <laughs> you got you got all the hoarders, the preppers, the the all of that stuff. All the ham radio guys. And you got yeah. all the guys, yeah, <laughs> thinking that the world was going to end. Everything was going to it was going to go into complete chaos. And then you got nine eleven right after that. I mean, it was it, it was like four or five years there. It, it was, was crazy just nuts. Yeah, and and the, you think it's nuts the, now, but the Bush it, it recession. was pretty nuts then too. Yeah. It was about the same kind of thing. And so uh, he, he lets them know that he needs to get out there before the whale spouts confetti. Uh, and Hank finally gets him off of there and uh, puts him over his shoulder, and he's carrying him out. And then you see Dooley and his, his dumb friends throwing donuts. 
So they start chunking donuts at everybody. Oh, yeah, but before that, Bobby's hat falls off his head, and oh, that Maynard right. guy yeah. walks up and says, see you later, Navigator. <laughs> navigator. <laughs> Takes the hat and walks off. And then as soon as he grabs the hat and walks off, he's, like, walking straight onto the catwalk. And then that leads up into this the teenagers whole thing, getting donuts thrown at him. Yeah, they are throwing donuts, and it is like a um, – it's 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 like a war movie or something. Everybody's getting hit in the face with a donut, and people are falling down and grabbing at the curtain and all this stuff. And then a guy walks up with more donuts, and he says, uh, where do you need these? He goes, right here is fine. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> and he just keeps chunking them. He keeps them. just chunking them. And then what I love is when, when, the, when the carnage settles, then the whale blows the confetti out of it. <laughs> at the end <laughs> of it all. And, and then it goes, goes back to uh, Bobby and Hank and... Uh, Hank goes, well, or Bobby, sorry, goes, well, wow, Dad, how'd you know that was going to happen? He goes, I just know something about human nature, son, which uh, he knows something about human nature because that, is, that was his well, nature yeah. at one point. He, he says, if you put teenagers and husky boys and donuts all in the same place, you're just asking for trouble. Well, and he's not really free of that either. He would still make fun of somebody for being fat. Oh, sure. I think, I think uh, especially if he were around the, the guys in the alley. Especially if it was Bill. Because Dale would be like, oh, fatty, fat, fat, fat. And Bill, I mean, they make fun of Bill all the time for oh, being that's overweight. True. That's true. Uh, and so even though Hank is like, when Hank's you talk about, exactly yeah, skinny. when you talk about ones that are yeah. big, it's yeah. Hank and Bill and the other two are the ones that are like, well, Hank's definitely fit. got the beer belly with no ass, right? Yeah. He, he's that stereotypical Texas guy with the white t-shirt, beer belly, no ass. Yeah. Uh, and then Bill, of course, is just a big dumpy guy. Big sloppy, yeah. yeah. Which is weird because he's the only one in the military. And then you've got yeah. Dale, who is just he's skinny because he's smoking. Skinny as he a just rail. smokes cigarettes. Yep. And then you got Boomhauer's right. Fit. Like B- fit. Boomhauer's yeah. fit. Wears his. I would say uh, Boomhauer's fit. Well, he wears the uh, the speedos and stuff. Yeah, he wears the 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 black shirt, the real slimming black shirt. Yeah. It's kind of like kind of like, kind of dresses to me like what I would imagine like. Patrick Swayze mm-hmm. would dress like when mm-hmm. I visually like see him walking down like Hollywood Boulevard. I, I think, imagine he would be in like a I black think like shirt. Patrick Swayze, Matthew McConaughey, that yeah, kind of yeah, 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 yeah. same kind of look. That suave Southern dude. He says, uh, "Bobby's like, you know, I feel good right now. I feel like uh, th- this guy will get me out of anything. I'm gonna have Bill wash your car. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have Bill wash your car. Pats <laughs> his dad on the back. Yeah, That's I'm right. gonna have your best friend wash your car, Dad. He says, you know, it goes to show a father knows what's best for his kid and the mother. Although well-meaning is usually wrong. Usually wrong. My That's lifetime Peggy. average is still higher yeah. than yours, Mister. Or have you forgotten Solo, solo Flex? flex. <laughs> Do you remember like, Solo Flex, right, Peggy? No, I don't remember. remember? So Solo Flex was one of those uh, exercise machines that you bought off TV." and it used the bands to uh like give resistance and everybody for a while had a solo flex well, machine where they would you work still out get a solo flex oh i don't uh, doubt that founded in 1978 and they're still going yeah they still have parts learn about whole body vibration mm, okay <laughs> i don't want to learn about <laughs> how it that, works but okay. research and articles and testimonials <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a uh, test jacuzzi yeah, there you uh, go. so uh anyway she uh, uh she she is making fun of hank on the way out they're all you know everything has uh kind of summed itself up and come to an end here and uh peggy kind of came out of nowhere because she wasn't you know running around with hank looking for bobby and stuff but yeah yeah she's, pops uh, out of she's like don't worry peggy I'll oh well you can see day. her you see her and luann i think when the donuts oh, start yeah, flying yeah, yeah. and they That's run true. off That's i true. think yeah and hank's like oh, all right you made your point and chest shoulder and back well, she said she goes <laughs> yeah. monday wednesday and friday chest shoulders and back and he's like all right enough <laughs> enough enough okay. you made your point yeah <laughs> It's a good episode. This is, this is a great episode because it again um, shows how much the family loves each other. Yep, 
shows how Luann sticks her nose into things she shouldn't. Always. Uh, Bobby is always looking to be number one or be the the winner. And he's he's so you know I hope that whatever he doesn't like, I hope he's like a talent agent who works for a talent something, agent, something because yeah. he is really one of the most talented characters you see in this show because he is the, he has such a versatile uh, list of hobbies. I think he by works the for the, the state with road construction but he he coaches uh, little league in his off time but maybe doesn't have any kids actually <laughs> i actually think he he and uh con jr are married this you think is so? yeah i think they're married i think they live in some bohemian atmosphere mm, somewhere maybe and uh they're the couple you see on like hgtv where it's like uh uh you know, she's an underwater basket weaver, makes six million dollars a year, and he's a you know a, a master crayon mixer or something, and he, he makes two million dollars a year. Something. Yeah, some yeah. crazy stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I I think I think you're absolutely right, though. He is kind of one of the most talented ones, and he could do pretty much anything he wanted to do. Yeah, everything he sets his mind to do, he's always successful at. Like even when he did the comedy stuff, he ends up on a stage doing comedy. What are you talking about? Yeah, he ends up bumping elbows with like all of these. Oh yeah people and different things and yeah. atmosphere he goes out there and hits the golf ball he's actually he was actually decent at golf One of, and, yeah from the willie episode and he was good at you know he's good at some stuff i think he is good physically more than his dad gives him <laughs> i think he has the hand-eye coordination down if not the physicality part. he does and i, I think it's because hank had it also and of course peggy was fast pitch softball and all that stuff and that takes and a so, lot of that that yeah. takes more hand fast pitch softball is more hand-eye coordination oh, than football i don't yeah, even know how to release keep, the ball and i don't even know how they keep their arm on i don't either that is it's uh, some crazy stuff I, I don't know how they're, you know, they have less, uh, from what I was reading, they have less injuries than like actual baseball players because of how they rotate their arm when they launch it. It's less because it's like, it's all the force at once. And when they Mm -hmm. do like a baseball throw, because your arm extends and extends Mm -hmm. your shoulder and stuff. Mm -hmm. But since they do like this rotational deal, the energy is transferred differently through their arm and it causes less strain on their tendons. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. I I mean, sure. I'll take your word for it. That's what it said. I mean, you know, it was on some, you know, health.org site. So. Like it's an email I got. <laughs> yeah, some email I got. All right, so that is uh, Husky Bobby, uh, season two, episode six, King of the Hill. Yeah, uh, another great one. Uh, and next week we will be moving on to season two, episode seven. Uh, really clipping along here. Yeah, season two is flying. We'll Getting be done. midway through soon. Yeah, this one is a, a 20, longer season. Twenty twenty two. Twenty ish. Yeah, I don't know something like that. I think most seasons used to be like twenty two episodes. Twenty two, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Actually, there's a. It fluctuates, I think, with with King of the Hill. I think there mm-hmm. sometimes I'll have twenty, and then sometimes I'll have like eighteen, and then sometimes I'll have twenty two. Well, I think they were on air during the writer strike and different stuff like that too. So. There was a lot of yeah, there was a lot of those things happening in the the nineties yeah. and two thousands and stuff like that. Maybe with, our uh, strikes. Maybe our fact checker could uh, come up with a few points for us. We yeah, hadn't, we hadn't heard from you this week, man. So uh, hit us up. Uh, yeah, RDX. Hit us up. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for joining us again, and we will see you next time. Uh, check out all the other shows at roguemedianetwork.com, and uh, they can find us on socials at uh, B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H, Bois, K-O-T-H. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Woo! That's a lot. Yeah, it's there. All right, man. We'll see you next time. Wimitanye. Wimitanye. Or Escuchame, rather. Escuchame. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast.